Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host, Ota. I hope you guys are having a, a blessed Monday. So did Michelle Obama dig into Donald Trump's back? It is what it is. That's how she told the nation about Donald Trump. You know, I don't look at at the politics as something that I need in my life. But, you know, after experiencing 9-11, like how that happened and how the economics got messed up and, you know, there were some conspiracies about the World Trade Centers and them going down and how it did change America. You know, America was hit in a way that no one thought that America could be touched. So when I look at the politicians of 2020 versus 2016, you know, I'm not an advocate for Donald Trump. I'm not an advocate for the Democrats. I'm no advocate for both of those parties there. I'm just not. But what I do see is I see them just storylining us and stringing us along with what we always vote for every four years. For them to get in the office, do their job, and do the right thing for the people. I see them winning. I see them prospering all the time, you know, through politics. You know, we we don't ask for much. What we ask for health care, lower taxes, you know, uh, we don't ask for much. And so when seeing uh, Michelle Obama's speech, like, you know, it is what it is to Donald Trump. You know, like I said, he's on his own right now. And Donald Trump has always been on his own. He's quiet. He, lately, he's been quiet, so he, he hasn't been saying too many stupid things. I mean, don't get me wrong, he still says stupid shit, but lately he's been quiet, and I think he has to be real careful on what he's going to say based on, you know, this next election that's coming up in November. You know, he's going to need these votes, but, you know, as I look at this this election coming up, I feel so funny about it. Because we don't know what kind of president Donald Trump is. I mean, we do see the president of the years that we're dealing with. But did he really get elected to get in the office just to do dumb shit or do nothing like all the rest of them have? Because this is basically what it was. Bush didn't do too much. And Clinton didn't do much. I looked at what Obama politics was, and he didn't do much either. So why are we voting? Why do they need our votes to get them in office, to do nothing? I'm going to say this again. I'm not an advocate of Donald Trump's politics. But there's some things there that looks kind of weird since he started running and since he's been elected. And these are just theories. 
So please, people, don't take this the wrong way. Because I feel like there's storyline in us through all of this. And we're just waiting for that outcome of what just may happen again. So, you know, like I said, I've been knowing Donald Trump since, what, the mid-80s. And Donald Trump has never, ever been anything different than Donald Trump. Back in the 80s, they would talk about his riches, how much money he had. Back then, it was millions. You know, how rich he was from getting married. You know, he was on that red carpet. Donald Trump was popular during the the mid-80s. And going into the 90s, he was still, early 90s, he was still popular. And so Trump comes in, he wants to uh, run for president. So let's jump ahead with, with that. Donald Trump is saying dumb stuff. Donald Trump is saying silly stuff. He's just saying stuff that doesn't make sense. He's saying stuff that people would be saying off the street, you know. He's saying stuff and he's talking backyard talk. This is how he came into office. This is how he got elected in there. Now we look at how the economy was. The economy was pretty good. I hate to say it. When Trump was in the office, the economy was going good. So it took eight years to get to the end of Obama's uh, last term in there until he left office for the economy to be officially going good. Because who's taking credit for this? Donald Trump is taking credit for why the economy is good. Meanwhile, they're saying, no, Donald Trump didn't make the economy go. Obama had the uh, economy going good. See, this is where they get confusion at who did and who didn't do it. And so Trump, you know, uh, he got elected and they were talking about um, Russia got involved. Now, before Donald Trump was running for office, um, Obama had already made um, allegations about uh, Russia interfering in in, uh, elections. They already knew this. This was way before Trump came in, probably a year before Trump came in. So they were aware of uh, the Russians uh, messing with elections. Now, Trump is running to be elected for president. He went through all of these other Republicans and other Democrats, and he beat them all, and he became president. So they do an investigation to say that he cheated, that Russia interfered in the election. Meanwhile, as they're doing a two-year investigation on him, maybe three, they still didn't find nothing. And some of the people that went down for Trump, they were already doing dirty jobs before Trump. So Donald Trump does the Ukraine. He wants to have Biden investigated. So they, you know, want to impeach him. They use taxpayers' money to have these these sessions in court about Donald Trump, allegedly with Ukraine, allegedly with, with Russia, and they still didn't stop him. 
He's still in office. They felt like impeaching was not going to be a good thing. So keep him in office. We'll just elect him out of there. He won't get another term or a chance to be president again. He won't get another four years. Now, all of a sudden, we have this virus come in. And then this virus just changes everything that we all are are dealing with in our lives right now. If you're riding around your city, you know what I'm talking about. The changes that occurred from small businesses closing up to small businesses being empty inside. So some businesses are doing curbside assistance, trying to stay open. Malls are not the same. People are really not out there anymore. Online, um, um, being an online shopper has became so popular now. So the Amazons and some of the Best Buys and um, some of these other online uh, places, companies are the way to go now, the way to shop now. Because you basically can't find anything in the store because everything is practically bought up. They study waiting on shipment to come through. So things just look a little empty on the shelves. We're lucky to have, you know, food on the shelf. Since this virus came out, we wasn't having too much food. But now we're back to having food on the shelf. So the only stores we got open now is the, the Walmarts and some of your other local uh, grocery stores, your Kroger's, your Publix, your Ralph's, your Vons, your Pick and Saves, whatever grocery stores you have in your neighborhood. Those are the ones that we, are, we do have open that we can go to. And if you go there sometime, you'll see that life is changed because those um, shopping uh, centers or grocery store centers are being kind of crowded now because people are just just panicking right now. The generation of how food is being eaten now, you'll be right back at the store again. This virus has pushed us back into corners. And so you look at Donald Trump platform right now of what he's been doing and what position he's in right now, we can say, well, he put himself there when he should have been doing his job. It's hard to do your job when you got people coming at you. Let's be real about that. You may not be the best person to work with. And sometimes you come in with that vibration, then you draw these people coming at you trying to get you fired or get you get you out of there. So that's basically what Trump has been dealing with. He hasn't had a chance to be president. Go look at some of his his uh, his bills. Go look at some of his executive orders that he have. Yeah, we know he was saying immigration. And he was talking about that. But Trump really couldn't do much with that anyway. Some of that stuff just wasn't going to pass. Like building the wall. It was not going to fund that. Okay. We have to understand that there's only so much a president can do in office. So how was he really a threat? 
Now, he might have not been not been the best educated person in there to be in office. But did it prove to America that any of us could be president? Come on, let's look at it. If Trump could get in office, maybe some of us could get in office. Maybe we do need a change. Maybe we do need somebody outside of politics to run. So I think that Donald Trump has had a a uh, a four years of getting nothing done because he has been attacked so much on some of the stuff that he was doing. You know, the tit for tat thing. He was studying, trying to get stuff on Obama. Obama then was trying to get stuff on him. And when it all boiled down towards each other, what evidence do they really have solid on each other? If you really pay attention to that, did Trump find anything on Obama? They would say no. Did they find any allegations on, on Trump? They would say, well, yeah, we did, but is this inconclusive? We can't find everything. We don't have enough evidence. It's not enough there to impeach him. It's not nothing there to really get after Trump. And this is how they storyline us through all of this. This virus thing just sounds, it sounds bad. It's the flu, but it's more like a, a super flu. I'm not a scientist. But it just sounds like someone catching a cold and spreading the cold. Except this type of virus right now is like a super flu. It will do some things to you terribly. If you're not ready, if your immune system not ready, if you have preconditions of health issues, you won't be ready for it. Some of the numbers I don't approve of are the death toll, but, you know, that requires more investigation. Uh, and you just have to hear the stories of some of these people who pass away. But more so, I don't want to hear it too much off the news. So I guess there's uh, ways of hearing it. Now, I will say personally, you know, I've known um, people that's close to me. Um, I myself did have that virus. And I will tell you, it's a horrible thing to get. It's a horrible thing. Luckily, my body fought it off within probably a day. Trust me. When they mentioned uh, shorter breath, um, when they mentioned um, how, how you're trying to breathe, and they mentioned the fevers, and they mentioned the chills, and they mentioned you feel like you have pain in your stomach. Within my case, I had it on the side, my left side. It felt like something terribly was going wrong. So that virus is real. But who released it? And you have to remember, Trump was having issues with China. And so you, sometimes you can, you can be a bully and you can bring people after you. You can be a bully and you can bring people after you where you were attacking people. Now people are going to attack you now. And this is what this election is all about to me. They're teaming up. They're uniting to come after Trump. 
and get in my office. You know, I looked at that uh, George Floyd situation. You know, it's a sad case. But I always was kind of suspicious about that. Like, who would put their knee? And I know there's racist people out there. There's a lot of racist people. But this was on video. So the whole world saw this. You put your knee into a black man's neck. And you killed him. So we're looking at triggers towards the world. See, all this stuff, this year we've been hit so many times within a three to four month to five month period. We had no chance to try to deal with the, this, this coronavirus. We had no chance to really deal with this 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 cop doing what, what he did and the officers, other officers there, uh, there in the act of this happening to this man. This virus also knocked a lot of jobs. People had to take off. People were getting sick. Kids were out of school. We've been hit with so much in our face. Do you feel like you don't know what's real and what's not the truth? There's just so many things that happen. You would think that this would happen in some people's lives. Like certain situations happen in people's lives. They get hit with so many things. But this hit the whole world. Everything came into the world's face. Everything. Yes, we had Black Lives Matter. I think it matters if it's more authenticated of showing me that it matters. Because I didn't see enough of my people out there protesting. Because we were too busy inside our homes trying to stay safe from this virus. Most of us was. So some of this this, uh, protesting it just looked a little weird. I'm not saying it's wrong for other races to come in and join in and unite with us to help us, but it just felt and it looked a little funny. It just it just didn't look right. And who is this change for? Now, as the years go by, let's see if this makes any difference in our lives. Because I see the real people out there who are using their cameras to record and capture, you know, the stuff that a lot of bad cops out there are doing. There's good cops, but there's a lot of bad cops. Because a lot of bad cops got away with a lot of bad stuff. And it never set well with the people. These are things that they don't talk about enough. Because it gets covered up or it gets pushed away and no one talks about it no more. Now, you remember the the movie called The Matrix? And you remember when, um, um, what was his name? Uh, The guy used to say Mr. Anderson. So he would come out with so many of himself cloned to fight one man. And once Neil fight with all of them, and the fight gets too overwhelming because more and more of them signals are not the signals, but more of them are who are cloned are coming after him. He has to take off within the sky to get away from them. It's like once he left, 
they stopped. They all moved away. Everything went back calm. That's how I looked at the Black Lives Matter. They all came together around the world at the same time, and they all stopped all around the world at the same time. It's like they were activated to come out, and then they were deactivated to leave and stop. We proved our message. Now, there, right now, there's real protesting going on out there where people are going out there, and they are trying to still keep the fight. And still walking and protesting. There's people out there doing it right now. That's trying. So they don't show enough of that. Like still show people who are protesting. They're still not. They're not showing the Black Lives Matter no more. But see, look, they're all done with it. When it stopped here in America, you didn't see it nowhere else around the world. It all stopped. You don't hear it. And so... Now they come back after Trump again. And then this time they pull a rabbit out the hat that he probably didn't see coming. With Camilla Harris. She's going to be Bynum's, you know, soon to be vice president. I feel like both sides have been setting this up. And... I know some people saying, well, we'd rather have Biden in there than have Trump in there. Because if we got another four years of Trump, this world is going to, this country is going to be destroyed. Now, I did say the world, but that's if we got outsiders from other countries attacking us. Do I think that we could deal with another four years of Trump? If he's doing his job the right way, we could deal with him again without the chaos. But what have any of them have done for us? Every time someone gets in there, they, they're actually stopping things from being passed. They're not moving bills that need to be passed. They're taking more vacation time than I've ever seen in any job I've ever seen in my life. They're too busy fighting and taking vacations. You look at some of the bills that they tried to pass. They were just sitting there, sitting there. You remember the ABC after school special? I'm just a bill. Sitting on Capitol Hill. You know, it's just how they've been doing us. And meanwhile, the American dream. The people that suffer, the people who are waiting to just move up and just get a sense of having a a great life, a living a life, to be proud to be here in America, to be proud to say, you know what, Uh, that person I voted for made a difference in my life. But you guys have to remember about voting. You just don't vote for your president. You got to vote for, you know, the people that's in your your local districts. Those people you got to vote for. Because each state has its own, just its own rules and 
you know, their laws may be different. And so when you elect people like your governors and mayors in there, make sure that you're voting for the people for the, the changes that you need in your community. Because if you don't vote, then, you know, we look at it like the president got something to do with it. No, he doesn't. The president's supposed to be governor for everybody of the United States. The government, you know, the government's supposed to be president for everybody of the United States. Let me correct that. But your your government in your state, make sure that you vote for that right person to be in there. Now, you may not get enough votes or people may not come out and vote. Well, that's just a lesson to learn that within your, your local district and your local state, vote for the right people that you need in there, including your aldermen. You're going to need them. You know, you're going to need that right person in office. Or it'll just look like any other candidate out there. They just working and making a regular paycheck, but they're not doing enough in the community. But it sounds like they're creating laws and making laws to stop you, to hold you back. They're doing budget cuts. Where it hurts the people. That's how I looked at 9-11. I looked at this coronavirus. It's the new but worse 9-11. It's not hitting buildings. It's hitting everybody here in the United States. It's hitting everybody all over the world. I believe that they're 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 storylining us. I believe that they're just making us feel like something's gonna change. And it may not. It may not change. None of this may not change. Who will they blame? Will they blame the people for Trump being in office who didn't go out there and vote? Because we saw how everything was going with Hillary. It just didn't look good. So people settled for Trump. So now you're telling me that I have to make another choice and choose someone politics that just isn't any better than Trump? Because you have to look at their history. You have to look at the things that they did do back then. Now, can people change? Well, I think regular folks can change out here. Some of them can. But when it comes to politicians on some of the stuff that they did, I don't know if they can change because they've been in that office for so long. I got to wait till they get old. To decide that they want to change. They want to be understanding based on race, gender. Come on. We know how this goes. History repeats itself. That's what it does. This is what holds us back. So you ask yourself when you're voting, what are you voting for out of this person? What do you see them uh, doing for you. And then ask yourself this right here. What has any president done for you? Done for the people, period. Besides high taxes, and they may lower your taxes sometimes. It's crumbs. It's not consistent. The rich keep getting rich. The poor will always be poor. And just until you decide to do something different in your life to get money and create your own stimulus package. There right away, they'll come in and shut your way of how you do things and make money, shut you down and put you right in jail. 
Everybody, every politician out there, some company got their, their money in these politicians' pockets. They do. They get in office, and the things that they said they was going to do, within a two-month period, it don't even look like they did one thing. I'm going to do this when I get in there. They're too busy blocking each other and stopping things. I mean, I would be more impressed if they would pass bills that they mean business about than holding up bills and not passing these bills and nothing's happening. Meanwhile, certain things in life are suffering based on how people operate, based on people, how they move, based on how people are living, based on how people are just trying to eat. You know, it's just trying to survive. You know, four years of college, you get out of college, you know, you know, a lot of these kids don't have that 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 career out there. Because you gotta think about when the economy changes, is that field that you're in available? Is it available? What's available right now within your career? Besides uh more nurses, more doctors. That'll be forever. We're gonna always need nurses and doctors. We're going to need them. How has politics changed or how has politics helped your your family generation? Maybe I should start doing that. Maybe I should start, you know, traveling a little bit in different cities and states and asking about, you know, asking people, how has politics changed their lives? Has politics helped their lives? What has it done? And what do you see within the, the future of your children of today? Because the new generation we have didn't have what we had back then. So things have changed. So we tell our kids to go, you can be anything, you can be the president, you can be a vice president, to go in office and to fuss and demonize each other. Do we need them both? How is this country trying to be ran when it's hard to choose either one of them? That's something that, you know, I think about. And I've been thinking about this for a long time. And why I've been thinking, there's been a few presidents that's been getting elected in here, and it doesn't change my thinking about how it goes. And some people say, well, that's how it goes. You got to have money if you want certain things to move for your culture, for your people, for your neighborhood, community, whatever you want to call it. So you mean to tell us that we got to have money if we want to change laws to make things right? You have to look at all of that. It doesn't make sense. History books don't make sense. Those history books that we're living in of today should be all burnt. When it comes to politics, we need something better. We need something different within politics. Because if we keep doing it that constitutional way, we're going to be, you know, just repeating ourselves over and over and over. The world is fighting for the same thing. 
everybody wants just to, you know, have a, a, a better life and have better health care. And people just trying to live. They don't show you all the the bad stuff that's really going on in the neighborhood. They just show you stuff that's just going to minimize things and you don't see it much. So you hear the politicians and they say, well, well, I understand that it's going on out there, that it's poverty and that, you know, the crime is up. You have to understand why crime be up sometimes. Right now, mental abuse and just, just this, the mental of this, uh, it's coronavirus that's causing problems. People can't move. People can't do the things that they used to do. Your life last year was the best year you ever had because this year here sucks. You can do stuff at home. You can catch up with some things. But it's hard when you can't network and show your skills and um, be an advocate of your movement, be an advocate of uh, what you worked hard for that you want to sell. Things have been put on halt. Nothing's moving. So people are, I believe if we do go through this into the next year, a lot of crazy stuff is going to be happening. Because, you know, a lot of people are getting a lot of divorces and a lot of people are separating, you know. A lot of things are happening out there because the lives that people had when they could move, they had a break from each other out the house. They were able to go out and do something that they love to do, whether it was drinking, partying, whatever you want to call it. They were happy. Now people are sitting at home and they're not happy. They're not happy because our government, our politicians on both sides are too busy fussing and arguing about things that that's affecting our lives, that's holding us up. And we're caught between this fire. This is war. You might as well call this a war between all the people. Because what are we getting out of it? What are we getting out of it? This may, if you live long enough, and you know many people your age have passed on, if they were alive, if our grandparents were alive, they would say this may be one of the worst years or worst things I've ever seen in my life. There's so many conspiracy things out there about this virus. Because it's on all the people. We have to wear masks outside now. We have to wear gloves. Our world that we had has changed. Are they demonstrating on us? Are they demonstrating how they can see us operate? Are they waiting for us to go wild, go crazy? Is this an experiment? I don't think we're to that point. But there are places in, in, in this world. And with that being said, we just have to find, you know, better ways of living and, you know, hopefully these guys will get it right for us and we don't have to worry about this anymore and we just, you know, change everything you know, ourselves. That concludes the podcast called Tell the World. You guys have a blessed evening.